0: You're listening to Recap.fm's coverage of Netflix's Stranger Things. I'm Josh. And I'm White. Let's talk about E Pluribus Unum. Wow, that rolled right off the tongue, didn't it? Do you even know... What E verbus unum stands for? No, I'm only in Spanish one. <laughs> well it's Latin. That'll give you <laughs> that that'll give you a little hint. No, nothing? It's on money. What does it mean? Oh yeah. I've oh. seen it on a dollar or something. <laughs> okay. So you have no clue what it means? No. Out of many. One. What what do you think that means for this particular episode? I think it's kind of a BS name for an episode, but whatever. Uh, So maybe it means the fact that all the Flayed are coming together to uh, be unified in not just purpose, but being of one flesh, as it were. Uh, Maybe it's the team starting to get... Coordinated. I don't know. What do you think it means? You don't, you got nothing? I got nothing. You took no notes, did you? I had no notes. The only <laughs> time I'm not prepared. Oh, okay. All right. So before we really get started, I have to make an apology. Mm. <laughs> so in our, in our last episode, I talked about some events that technically didn't happen until the cold open of this uh, yeah, episode six with uh, cause I talked about Nancy getting chased by the creature in the hospital and it coming through the door mm-hmm. underneath the door uh, all the, uh, the flayed falling to the floor and being reabsorbed. So this time yeah. it wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah. This time <laughs> it wasn't you next time. It'll be you. It, yeah. Most likely probably in this episode. So anyway, but so when you watched, when you went ahead and watched the rest of the season without me, without waiting, it kind of threw our little pact out the window. And then we're busting out all these episodes in one weekend. In fact, this is the first of uh, three back to back podcast episode recordings. So pray for us mm-hmm. <laughs> as we try to make it through. Are you gonna? You falling asleep on me over there? No. No. All right. So, apology is out of the way. And I just want to clarify one other thing. Cherry is better. Is it? Yeah. Why? You saying strawberry is better than cherry?
1: I think strawberry's fine.
0: (laughs) Strawberry's fine? Okay. So, you don't think Alexi's argument in this uh, episode where he didn't want to help because until I get my cherry? It's, It's all the same. Is
1: it all the same? It's all the
0: same. I wasn't a big fan of Slurpee. Have you ever had a Slurpee? Yeah. Have you? It was It's like an icy, right? No. Oh, goodness. <laughs> oh, goodness me. <man. laughs> it's the same thing. I feel like maybe we should just hit stop right now. We should run down to a 7-Eleven and get you a Slurpee. Uh, yeah, they're, they're pretty much the same thing. <laughs> We're going to get so much mail. People, <laughs> people are going to write in, It's not the same! Slurpees are so much better than Icy's.
1: We'll just throw it in the mail pile. <laughs> okay. Our huge, <laughs> towering yeah,
0: huge. <laughs> It is. It is quite large. Are we going to get to that? We're going to have to do a special episode just answering fan mail, I think, is what's going to have to happen. So what went down in this episode that I didn't already inadvertently talk about last episode? Start. Let's start with, are we seen... Are we seeing the start of uh, a potential start to Billy's redemption? Do you think? You think that's do you think that's what we're gonna see? Oh. Because that sequence was magnificent. I know. So let's just get that out of the way first. That to me, the, the biggest thing that stood out is L connecting with Billy being on the beach and then us getting to see that sequence of why Billy is the way he is was very well shot, very emotional emotional within like
1: a short kind of short amount of time. Yeah.
0: Very emotional, very well done. And obviously none of, none of this excuses Billy's behavior because he makes his own choices, but it's always good to understand why somebody is the way they is, is the way they are, uh, why they, they, they think the way they do, why they do certain things. I've always appreciated being able to understand it. But again, it doesn't- I could, I
1: could see someone watching it. Like if Billy isn't like one of their favorite characters, I could totally see someone not caring at all for that scene. But like, why not? Because it's, it's not that important. You don't think so? Not really. Why, why not? He's not one of the main characters. Like we wouldn't, I don't know. I don't think it's important at all to the whole story. I mean, I, I enjoyed it because I thought it was good, but
0: it's not. Okay. I mean, that's fair. You're you're entitled to your opinion for sure. I enjoyed it. it. It gave more depth to his character. Yeah, yeah. And even though Billy is a douche, he's been one of my favorite favorites, and I think a lot of that has to do with just the. the talent of Dacre Montgomery and what he brings to the character. Um, you know, really the only thing I had seen him in was, uh, Power Rangers. And that was a vastly different character. Uh, I know he's done several other things. Obviously he's going to do a lot of, he's going to do a lot more things, but he's, he's somebody that I watch. In fact, I might even say that I enjoy him enough to where he's getting close to being on that list of actors that I'll watch everything that they do. No matter if I think that the movie is going to be trash or the show is going to be trash, I'm going to watch it for them. Right, you know, uh, Jack Nicholson's on that list for me. Kurt Russell's on that list for me. Uh, Al Pacino's on that list. Robert De Niro, of course. A lot of those guys make awesome stuff to begin with. Bruce, oh, absolutely, Bruce Campbell's on that list. And yes, most of the things that he makes are kind of are kind of garbage, um, but they're supposed to be. But let's not get off on a Bruce Campbell tangent right. Uh, right. just yet. But I thought that sequence was one of my favorite of the episode. Did you have a favorite moment? It was probably that.
1: That was one of my favorite moments in the whole series, honestly. Just the way it was done. Even though it's not important. I, I feel
0: like I, <laughs> I, like I got to push back and challenge you on that. But you, you brought it back around. You liked it, but we didn't necessarily need yeah, it. But but did we? But did we? Yeah. Spoiler alert. We've watched all the episodes. We'll get into that. I would argue, I understand what you're saying, but I would argue we did need it based on what happens later. I know. That's what I was but, saying. I know, but <laughs> it, the cat is already out of the bag. People know. I just said, we've watched all of them already. So, uh, I, I admire you for trying to keep the narrative clean. I got you, did. <laughs> what else did we learn in this episode? I, so I really liked um, Steve and Robin's interaction uh, in this episode, and a couple of big things happened there. Um, obviously, the Russians caught them, got them tied up, started interrogating them. Uh, that was funny. Steve got his ass handed to him yet again, and There's we not didn't a season that goes by without Steve getting his ass handed to. Him. And we didn't even talk about the fact that Dustin acknowledged last episode that he finally won a fight. Yeah. <laughs> And then immediately in the next episode, he gets, a, he gets his ass beat. Um, but I like that that moment. Um, obviously, they were given a truth serum; they're been drugged. They're 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 unpacking some stuff, and you know, Steve. Steve, no, I, I love Steve's arc over the past. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, up until now, because he's gone from this preppy dude to. F- kind of falling from grace. and But he now really understands that all this stuff is happening because of the choices he made, and he knows he was an a-hole. And so here here he is because he is the product of his decisions and the choices that he makes and the person that he decided to be, which I don't believe him to be that person anymore. So there's a lot of growth coming from Steve, and I thought it was – great um robin's confession basically of how she was just paying attention to him in school uh watching him Mm -hmm. felt kind of like a betrayal of her character up until that point uh her proclaiming uh because she was so cool and like kind of had that too too cool for school kind of attitude yeah. and she wasn't into Steve at all, but she kind of made it seem like she was into him. Um, so I thought that, I thought that was a good, I thought that was a good scene. I enjoyed that a lot. Did other than Billy in that sequence, uh, there wasn't, you had to have another favorite moment of this episode. No, you no. know, Do you know why that, you know why that's the case? Why? Because you didn't take good notes. Yeah. But that's okay. I didn't take any time. I'm going to do what I've been doing since 2004. Sure. Dude. I'm going to carry you. <laughs> and it's okay, buddy. I got you. I'm going to do that for you. That's what dads do. Love you. <laughs> How about Erica and Dustin? Erica, in this episode... Really kind of coming around full circle. Oh yeah. Cir- oh, yeah. <laughs> coming around full circle. She's, she's always viewed. Her brother's friends in the the party, if you will, as just a bunch of nerds nice. and and doesn't really kind of lay down the 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 law kind of like mm-hmm. put her in her place and say You're just as much a nerd as the rest of us. broke it down in that my little pony politics, uh, at politics being good at math right. and I thought that was important because she needed to kind of be put in her place because she's very mouthy <laughs> yeah. um disrespectful for sure. Um, I love the, fa- <laughs> I love the fact that she had no problem with all this supernatural monsters and stuff. Her biggest thing was, wait, Our brothers. involved. Lu- Lucas helped. <laughs> I thought that was <laughs> yeah, hilarious. That, that was really Because funny. tell me you wouldn't feel the same way. Like yeah, if you like, were thinking what? about, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Rhett did what? <laughs> yeah. You know, my, my, my brother did what? My <laughs> si- no. And of course they would feel the same way about uh-huh. you. Um, I thought that was great and it, it, it kind of puts a punctual, uh, exclamation point on what is, what does it mean to be a nerd? You know, and, and this th- to me, it's when you're, it's, it's a, a, a synonym for just being passionate mm-hmm. and you like what you like and you just, you love it to the nth degree. It doesn't matter what it is. It's, it it's, um, it's My Little Pony. It's Dungeons and Dragons. It's uh, yeah, comic books. It's science. Uh, it's it's football. Even jo- you know, jocks can be nerds too. But I, you know, in the eighties, you still kind of were running with this idea of it wasn't cool to be a nerd. It wasn't cool exactly, which is where she was coming from. So putting her in place, kind of pulling back the le- the, the the curtain a little bit and letting her know, hey, you're not really any different than the rest of right. us, I thought um was important. I thought it was also important that Mike uh basically was just pushing back on everyone and saying, Hey, Elle's using her power way too much. We need to we need we need to not be asking her uh to, to do this. And right. so he got into that big uh argument with Max and Max is like, well, she can choose to do whatever she wants. Max
1: is trying to get her to do stuff because whenever they were have the, the fireworks.
0: Yeah, no, it is. And that's, it's kind of a fine line to walk, right? It's like, she needs to be able to make her choice, but I kind of felt like Max and Mike were both Right in that she needs to make her own choices, but we also need to not be pushing her. So I felt, I felt a little bit like Max has been using her a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like maybe it comes more from a concern uh, around uh, Billy, but I could be wrong. (laughs) I think the most important thing that we learned in this episode, L was communicating uh, with Billy because she reached out and that was a a very good scene when she found Billy and right after the uh, beach sequence. And then she came out of it, but everybody was gone. She was only calling for uh, Mike. Yeah. Nobody else. But, but it was, it was like, it reminded me of uh, instantly I thought of American Werewolf in London. I know you haven't seen that, but it needs to be on their list because it's classic mm-hmm. um, of having a dream within a dream. So it's almost as though she woke up, but she was still in a dream and then didn't, it finally came out of it once she was done with her interaction with Billy because it was just her and him uh, together. But I think he said something very important and something that, uh, I think is going to be important for the rest of the series, not just season three. He, he made, he made a statement, which is absolutely true because she was the one that let them in. You, you let us in. Now you're going to have to let us stay. Right. And I had forgotten as I go, like, Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. She opened it in season one. She closed it in season two. And now the the mind flare is here, still in Hawkins, and uh stuff is about to go stuff is about to get real because the mind flare uh creature just continues to grow.
1: So Could the title of the episode have anything to do with L in what way? I don't know. Like saying that she was like the one of many, maybe they see her as like good or something for like opening the portal. I don't know. I don't know.
0: There's a lot of questions uh, that I have just in general and I'm not sure we're going to get all the answers to the questions over the, the final two episodes of this season, but uh, you know, I really, I really think that we should go back at some point and do a deep dive on not just what happens in the pre, what ha- do a rewatch of seasons one and two, but not just. Not just look at it and do a recap from a, hey, this is what happened in the episode perspective with the characters, but like do a deep dive into the symbolism and just really try to pick apart what the overall story is for the series as a whole. And I guess what I mean by that is there... I think there's, there, there's obviously a lot of things. There's a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of things that I would like to go back and like really look at and just kind of bring them up and bring them to people's attention just so we can kind of really, uh, the, just this, the series as a whole is very derivative. And that usually when you use that term, it's very, uh, used in a negative way, but derivative doesn't necessarily mean that it is bad, uh, derivative, you know, an an homage is something that's like, Hey, uh, we're making something that reminds us or is influenced by things that came before. Uh, but we've taken remixed it and repackaged it and added some extra flavor to it and some original stuff to, to, uh, kind of, uh, uh, pay respects to the things that came before us. And this series, the Duffer brothers have really, really done that. Mm -hmm. Obviously it's clear that there are fans of Stephen King, Steven Spielberg, a lot of other stuff. We always see posters on the wall with the music, uh, just new Coke everywhere in this, this particular season and just all the stores at the mall. But I really want to, to take a, uh, go and do a deep dive the more i thought about it I, I really want to do that because i think there's a lot there uh under the surface that we've maybe just barely scratched i mean we just kind of watch it and enjoy it but i think there's a lot more depth there that would bring even more enjoyment if or questions we questions it, it questions and theories and where is it going next for season four or maybe beyond that so uh, there's only two episodes left, and so we are excited to talk about what, uh, has happened in the final two, cause it's, it's, it's like riding a train. This whole season, uh, uh, has been nothing but just, getting on the ride and going Yeah. Uh, and season two season two had that one episode. That was inch, so lame. Yeah, that was lame. And so they didn't do that this season. It just keeps going. Yeah. They went to Chicago for that one episode. I was like, what, what is happening? They didn't do that this season. Uh, maybe because we all complained a lot. I don't know, but <laughs> it's been just like breakneck speed. Right. And so <laughs> let's, uh, let's wrap this up here and uh, appreciate you sticking with us uh, appreciate uh you uh checking this out uh we do a lot of other shows if you're interested you go check that out at recap.fm we're doing coverage of chernobyl and good opens and uh, coming soon we're going to do the watchmen the witcher dark crystal age of resistance but uh, we want to make sure you know about that in a timely fashion. And the best way to do that is to make sure you're on our email list so that our communiqué to you does not get lost in the ether. So until next time,